0: Welcome to episode 4 of Sports Goons Radio, man. I'm your host, Smitty Bridgewater, man. Thanks for listening. Uh, we've been going for a couple of weeks. We're back. We are back. Got a lot to get into, man. A lot of stuff to chew on. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, this is a podcast. Not a, not a call-in radio show. It's a radio podcast. So, no. You're not going to call in. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to talk. And you're going to listen. That's the whole point. Now, if we get a big-time sponsor, or we get on a big-time network, say, a Bleacher Report, or Complex, then okay, we can expand the horizon. But as for right now, we're going to make it do what it do on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and wherever else I put this at. Okay? Week one of the NFL season has wrapped up. It was... Purely, purely exciting. Some people, it was agonizing, like myself. Um, but first, let's start off with, we got a lot of Atlanta Falcons listeners. okay? got a lot of people in Atlanta Falcons fan base and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's talk about this game. Let's break this down some. okay? A lot of Falcons fans are upset that they lost. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came to the Georgia Dome. Jameis Winston did what he do. Win. That's the name of his Instagram and Twitter. J Boo wins. That's what he does. He wins. He's 3-0 versus the Atlanta Falcons. And it's just be it's just keep it real. Let's call a spade a spade. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster is better than the top better than the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons got a lot of junk on the field. Now it's not me trolling or being cruel. you don't know what you're talking about, this, that and the other. Dan Quinn came here to turn the attitude around and because they didn't like Mike Schmidt and his lackadaisical laid-back personality. So Dan Quinn came from Seattle with the rah-rah. He came with the rah-rah. The problem is, you cannot run Seattle stuff without Seattle players. There is nobody on this defense besides Desmond Trufant who can probably start anywhere else in the NFL. I'm just being honest. They drafted Keanu Neal. He's hurt. Vic Beasley has yet to show up in two years. Grady Jerry is the best front seven player they got, and they got him in the fourth round. Okay? Rasheed Hageman, he, he, he's in a domestic dispute. I mean, it's terrible. You had two rookie linebackers there. They're fast, but they're rookies. And Tampa Bay took advantage of that. Jameis Winston looked like a 10-year veteran out there on Sunday. He was dropping them in the bucket. He struggled a little bit early, but after that, it was on. Mike Evans is a beast. Doug Martin, Charles Sims. Charles Sims, the way Tampa Bay uses Doug Martin and Charles Sims, it should be how Atlanta uses Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman. A lot of people got sort of food last year. Okay, I've been following Devontae Freeman since he was in high school. Played uh, in what, Miami Northwestern? Him and Teddy Bridgewater, all those guys. Devontae Freeman, when he was at Florida State, he shared the rock with James Wilder Jr. and Carlos Williams. Big, heavy-duty backs. Last year, when he got to that five-game stretch, that was the most he ever carried the football, the most workload he's had in years. He faded down the stretch. Most running backs get better down the stretch. He faded down the stretch. Tevin Coleman... Dan Quinn drafted Tevin Coleman. He didn't draft Devontae Freeman. Kyle Shanahan drafted Tevin Coleman. They didn't draft Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman, yes, went to the Pro Bowl. But when defenses started catching on to the scheme, okay, and Devontae, he's not the fastest guy. He's quick. He's shifty. He's not the fastest guy. Tevin Coleman shows you why they drafted him, and that's why they're splitting carries. Have no problem with that, but that's the least of the words of the Falcons of giving Coleman or Freeman who you decide, that's, that's foolish. Julio Jones is now hurt with a sprained ankle. He may not play against – he may not play Sunday against the Oakland Raiders. You go into the black hole, that's going to be a tall task there. We're going to get into the Raiders in a sec. But as for the Falcons, Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan, there's too many guys in the room that thinks they're the smartest guys in the room. Kyle Shanahan thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. You cannot have that. You're offensive coordinator. You can't make people adjust to you. You have to adjust to the personnel that you got. And that's the problem. Matt Ryan is not a rollout, play-action type of passer. He's a drops back, three, five-step drop. Look for his guys across the middle. Check it down. Needs to be a game manager. He had over 300 yards. He threw two touchdowns. But they were losing most of the game. He had no choice but to throw the ball. Muhammad Sanu, he made some good plays. Jacob is your tight end. The personnel is bad on this Falcon scene. It's bad. It is bad. Jake Matthews, I don't know. It's bad personnel. Bad coaching with guys who think they know everything, with bad personnel, is going to get you what you saw on Sunday. And it's not going to get any, any any better. It's not going to get any easier at all. They need to rise up. I mean, through if you talk to most Falcon fans throughout the Falcons, I don't know if off the Blank. It seems like they're looking forward to 2017 anyway. It seems like this season they're just putting this season. Get ready for the new stadium. Personal buy your seat license for the new stadium. It's like they're getting ready for the new stadium. We don't care about this year. We, I mean, but we're that we didn't rebuild, we didn't tear it down, but we're gonna move it to the new stadium. And if you you, you had nothing to be excited about during the preseason. These Falcons fans want something to grasp onto. Yes, they have Julio. Yes, they have true fun, but they wanna win. You're wasting Julio Jones' prime right now. Did you see where Antonio Brown and Big Ben did it against the Redskins? That was electrifying. I hate the Steelers. I hate them. But you got to give credit where credit is due. That was a dominant performance. That was electrifying. Antonio Brown had no names on the field with him. Eli Rogers, Sammy Coates, Jesse James. Who are these people? DeAngelo Williams is 32 years old. That did not matter. They went to watch it and they stumped the mud hole them where Antonio Brown got the torque. The man twerked on the Redskins. A grown man actually twerked in the end zone and got a flag for it. That was dominant. That's what the fans in Atlanta want. I don't know if it's play calling. Like I said, it's personnel. It's too many guys in the room. Matt Ryan needs to play, but this is last. has got to be last. You got to draft a quarterback. You have to draft a quarterback. You have to. You cannot go to 2017 and beyond with this. You fired every head coach. You fired every offensive coordinator since Matt Ryan been here, and he still has – it's still the same thing. Now, I'm a Matt Ryan fan. I'm a Matt Ryan guy. I back Matt Ryan. I like the at Boston College. A lot of people didn't like Matt Ryan because, you know, they still love Mike Vick. Oh, we don't want Matt Ryan. He sucks. He plays Boston College. But, you know, he, he, he was successful. What I can say that Mike Malarkey and Dirk Cutter – they used Matt Ryan's strengths. They put him in position to win games. And so whether he did or not, that was on him. But they put him in position. Kyle Shanahan and, and Matt Ryan is oil and water. It's, fine. it's trying to put a square in a triangle. And it's not working. It's not working. One play, they look unstoppable. The next three drives, punt, punt, punt. Another, They go down the field again, then punt. Go down. You can't. It's no consistency. There's no identity with this Falcons team. Who are the leaders? Who are the leaders? There's no leadership. If you a Ricky come to the Falcons, who do you call, talk to? Who do you go to? Brian Cox. He ain't played in 20 years. You go know to Brian Cox. Dan Quinn comes with the rah-rah and all that, man. But like, what are, what are we doing? You cannot keep doing this, man. They got a tough schedule coming up. They got to play the AFC West and the NFC West. That's not going to be easy at all. With a trip to Oakland? Speaking of the Raiders, Jack Del Rio, I like what he did against the Saints. He knew going in was going to be a shootout. His only thing would do is hopefully have the ball at the end and contain Drew Brees. That two-point conversion that I saw live, the Michael Crabtree, which they've ran numerous times. That's their play in the red zone, the fade, the fade route to Crabtree. Perfection. I loved it. That shows nuts and guts. And that's what happened with the upset on the road. Is it really an upset? But it's the Raiders. They're back. The Raiders are back. with the game gets the Falcons this Sunday at home, they have a chance to be 2-0 unless the Atlanta figures something out quick. Derek Carr is on fire. I like Derek Carr. He's one of my favorite players. Khalil Mack, he didn't make any much play because Drew Brees, he, Drew Brees don't get sacked off. He gets the ball out of his hand very quickly. Okay? They got to do something about the secondary. It was a bad play when, when Sean Smith tried to check Brandon Cooks, and Brandon Cooks just burned him. But the Raiders, man, Raiders, right now the AFC West is up for grabs. The Broncos beat the Panthers. Trevor Simeon. He managed the game. Right now, want to take a page? Wanna take a page out of something? Trevor Sim, Matt. Tell Kyle Shanahan to look what the Broncos did with Trevor Sidney. That defense won them the game. Carolina, yeah, they was dabbing in the first quarter. And Denver hit him in the mouth. I know I'm jumping from game to game here, but you know it's a lot to get to. And they end up losing the game. It's questionable hits on Cam. But just for the the AFC West right now, you got the Broncos 1-0, the Chiefs 1-0, the Raiders 1-0, and the Chargers 0-1 because they lost to the Chiefs. It's going to be competitive. As we circle back around, the 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 NFC South got to go against the AFC West? That's going to be tough sledding, man. That's going to be tough sledding. This division, the NFC South, is not going to be a blowout landslide like it was last year with the Carolina Panthers. It's gonna be it's gonna to be tough, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're coming to play. But it's gonna be interesting. This it's gonna be interesting to see how this thing play out, man. With the with the whole NFC South, with, with the Saints, their defensive problems, Carolina, where they bounce back, the Falcons and their issues, and Tampa Bay on the horizon with Jameis Winston. Okay, another game. Let's talk about ah uh, the Eagles and the Browns. Why you say that? Tiande, my good friend, my Eagles buddy, sister grade, has to get on my last nerve about this Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz played phenomenal. Then again, they played the Browns. But he, was at, but he played pretty good. But then again, he played the Browns. I'm not going to take anything away from them. They did what they're supposed to do, beat the hell out of a sorry team. We, we got to see how it progress, see what happens when we go into some real defenses, and see what happens. But right now, the Eagles, lead the, the Eagles and the Giants are tied in the MCEs. That Cowboys versus Giants game. Oh man. You the the Cowboys won the time of possession. They won the total yards. They won the turnover battle. They sacked Eli twice and still lost by one point. They held the Giants to 20 points. They held them to 20 points. They scored 19. That Prescott, as a rookie, he looked, he looked pretty good. He made some rookie mistakes. Ricky, Ricky plays, but for the most part, he played pretty good. He, he got to get some help from his veterans. Dan Bryant, you got to catch the touchdown, buddy. I'm sorry. You're my favorite player, but you got to catch that touchdown. You have to. I'm, I'm tired. Cole Beasley across the middle of the first drive of the game. That was a statement drive. You did what you wanted to do against the Giants on that drive and Cole Beasley drops the touchdown. That's two touchdowns right there He took off the board. that had to settle for field goals. Score those two, you win the game. Just that easy. Yeah, Terrence Williams, he should have got out of the bounds. But I don't know if Bailey would have made a 62 yard field goal. Probably could have ran another play, they bring the, the crew on or whatever. But man, Brandon Carr got an interception. Mo Clayborne played good. I couldn't ask more for the defense. Besides the run defense it was a little shaky because that Tyrone Croft got to play better. But the Giants won the game. I was impressed with the Giants. Defensive line, the way they played against the Cowboys' run game, they pretty much had nine in the box, and they forced Dak Prescott to beat them. That's where you're missing the Tony Romo factor. Romo can check in and out of those plays. He can read those defenses. He can call the right play to burn those defenses. Prescott can't because he's only been an NFL player for five weeks. That's where the veteran leadership of Tony Romo comes in a lot of those plays where Ezekiel Elliott was getting stuffed, he could have checked out of that and could have played the pass. You got to, Scott Linehan. He can't coach, man. I'm sick of this guy. You got Dash Bryant, the best player on your team. You got to do more to get him involved. Screens, slants, shallow crosses, back to the Pittsburgh philosophy. See how? See what Todd Haley did with Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio. Antonio Brown was all over the field. He caught every type of pass. Post, bomb, slant, screen, whatever—they put the ball in his hands. You have to do that with Des Bryant. You just can't throw him on go routes the whole game. He was blanket—it was blanket coverage on him the whole game. He had Janoris Jenkins on him. Then he had a safety over the top. That means somebody has one-on-one. Yes, I am a football guru. I know what the hell I'm talking about. It's a blanket coverage. So therefore. Janoris Jenkins is an aggressive cornerback, like when they play against him in St. Louis with with Romo with the play action, with the pump and go, all that type of stuff, he's going to bite on the slant. That's what Janoris Jenkins do. You didn't even try that. Most of Dak Prescott targets were Cole Beasley and Jason Williams because they were safety valves. You got to let the kid throw it down the field. If he throws the interception, so what? Let him get it out of the system. I would have rather him throw it down the field on the play in the end zone Almost for a touchdown and get picked off at the end of the game. Then the foolishness that happened at that last drive. Seriously. But they go against the Redskins this week. They got to the win this game. The Redskins look like grade A junk. I don't know what their defense is. <laughs> If I'm Des Bryant, Jason Wynn, Terrence Williams, Cole Beasley, Ezekiel Elliott, I'm licking my chops. I cannot wait for Sunday. If I'm the Cowboys defense, I cannot wait for Sunday. I cannot wait. Zeke Elliott got to get off. They go against these Redskins. Look, the whole Kirk Cousins thing, the point has been proving who was the better quarterback between him and RG3, which we're going to get to in a second. But now he got $20 million. Now there's more pressure. You got to live up to this $20 million country. He played like absolutely trash on Monday night. So we we shall see. Back to Robert Griffin third. Robert Griffith III, as a quarterback, I've been tough on RG3. I've been hard on him. A, because he, he got he to be coached. He separated his shoulder, and he's out for, what, eight, nine weeks now. The Browns' offense is going to run better with Josh McCown. Sorry. Sorry, RG3 fans. Gary Barnage, who's on my fantasy team, by the way, had, what, one or two targets. Last year, Gary Barnish was a Pro Bowl player because of Josh McCown. They're going to score now with Josh McCown. RG3 in the preseason, throwing these deep passes to Terrell Pryor. But, ooh, he's back. Comeback player of the year. bro. You have to read, man. You have to go through a progression. What is the play calling? Now, I know that the Browns are bad. You got to learn how to slide, buddy. Before he got hurt, he was 12 for 29. 12 for 29. I think he threw an interception too. Don't give me that hog watch about the Eagles defense. Whatever. He got to play better. This guy giving them chances, you know, Browns. If I'm the Browns, I'm rolling with Josh McCown, then we got to see what what happens with the Deshaun watch. I mean, I don't understand it in Cleveland, man. They've had draft picks. They don't have any draft picks from 2009 to 2014, first-round picks on their team anymore. (laughs) The only 2015 pick they got is Danny Shelton, the nose guard. And I was looking at the the Browns' defense. I have no clue who those guys are. I never heard of them. It's a bad team. RG3, That offense just, Jesus. But now they're going to throw the ball. They're going to throw the ball now. So we shall see about that. Last but not least, I witnessed one of the worst dad gun performances I've ever seen in my life with the Los Angeles Rams. I fell asleep on this game. It was 21-nothing. You mean to sit here and tell me, I watched these clowns on Hard Knocks for five weeks, and they come out on national TV on Monday Night Football and don't even get in field goal range? Todd Gurley was stuffed, if Jeff Fisher thinks that Case Keenum is the answer, somebody really needs to be checked. Jared Goff used to pick the number one pick. Carson Wentz had three preseason possessions. He got hurt. He didn't play the whole preseason. He came out. You got to let the kid play now. I'm sorry. If I'm a Rams player, I cannot go back out there with a, with, like that. Todd Gurley going to get ran into the ground. No holes opened up. Nobody scares you on the offensive side of the ball. The San Francisco 49ers, give credit to them with their run defense. They pretty much had 9 or 10 in the box, and they sent Navarro Bowman shooting the gaps. Case Keenum? Case Keenum? No. And what makes it so bad, they traded for Jared Goff. They're going to be terrible this year, but that draft pick goes to the Titans? So, the Tennessee Titans, who look pretty awful of themselves, may have two top five number one picks. I don't know what they're going to do with them, but the way it's looking, they're going to have two top five picks. As for the 49ers and the whole Kaepernick situation, Blaine Gabbard, I mean, he made some plays with his feet. Carlos Hyde, he came alive, but can't he stay healthy? Jeremy Curley was the best receiver out there. It was a bad game. These double header Monday night games on the opening week, they're they're bad. It's bad football. Chris Berman is bad. I'm glad he's gone. It's terrible. Excuse me. It's terrible. It's terrible. That was some bad football being played last night. No offense can get a rhythm. Defenses. I mean, the Rams defense, I was disappointed. Aaron Donald got kicked out of the game. Like, what are you doing? What are you serious? What are you doing? Can't coach. Jeff Fisher, sure he's a good man, but you got to do something better. You got to do better than that. You got Todd Gurley, top three running back in the game. You got to get you got get him going. And it's not going to happen with Case Keenum or Sean Mannion. Jared Goff was inactive. That is ridiculous. So what? He had a bad training camp for preseason. Put him out there. You actually think he's going to win games with Case Keenum all year? See what you got in the kid. He probably could have made a one all they need was one big play to get back in the game. They had no they had no momentum whatsoever. And their schedule is very tough as well. They got the Seahawks coming in on Sunday for their home opener. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Oh man. They got covered most of Let me see what what else what else happened in week one? Uh Russell Wilson, he tweaked his ankle. So he's questionable for Sunday. I think he'll play the Seahawks off Give credit to the Miami defense. Sue looks like Sue. Sue is dominant, man. If Miami can just get some offense going with Tanny Whacker, they may be okay. Bengals and Jets, good game there. Bengals steals out one with the Jets. Jets doing what Jets do, lose at the end of the games. I don't understand it. Todd Bowles is a hell of a coach, but they draft a quarterback every year. They got Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's what you get. That's what you get. Andy Dalton, 360 yards. Reeves Island. A.J. Green had a vacation spot on Revis Island. It, I think it's time for Reeves Island to move back to safety. Time to probably make that old Rod Woodson transition. You've had a good career, my friend. But, uh, yeah, it, it's not going to get any easy. Uh, Arizona, and, Arizona and New England. Is Belichick to go to what? He just won a game with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Out of Eastern Illinois. Second year quarterback. Went into University of of Phoenix Stadium in, in, in Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. And won. Won.